Welcome to the 10th episode of Ponies, Puppies, Peonies, and Pick-Me-Ups, a podcast about a couple living on a horse farm learning to homestead without getting overly snarky with one another. Indeed. So this is a follow-on to episode nine. Um, we took a bit of a hiatus from doing the podcast, not because we specifically wanted to, but more because our other obligations kind of took over, mainly our real jobs, which pay the bills. So we kind of have to focus on it when um, duty calls. So um, we have a lot of material. We didn't want to inundate um, our listeners with too much information overload. So we decided to break it up into small chunks. Um, traditional format of this podcast goes covering uh, the horses under ponies, uh, dogs under the puppies section. Uh, we also talk about uh, all of our gardening and flowers, plants, etc., under peonies, and the um, covering any pick me ups, cocktails, etc. Also covering other peas that we have, uh, poultry, chickens on the farm, as well as uh, different products that we buy for the farm. So we'll just go down through the, the normal order. Yes. To the last episode. Sounds good. So we kind of capped the last episode that we actually purchased Lucky James. We kept, we kept his name James because it's bad luck to change a horse a name. So mm-hmm. his name is James. And this is kind of the first time that you and I have been able to actually go on a trail ride yeah, together. Yeah, that's right. Since yeah, we so, the farm. Yeah, we got the um, last time we talked about getting him to the farm. Now we're going to talk about his introduction with the other horses and us mm-hmm. taking him out with uh, Guinness for a little riding. Yeah. So um, basically, we weren't really sure or committed on how we were going to do the turnout with the new horses. Um, at first, I thought maybe I would turn um, James out with Guinness and Gigi. <clears throat> I kind of was worried about that because I was afraid Guinness was going to be super possessive of Gigi. Yeah. Um, and so for the first couple of days, we tried to separate them. So Risa was in her own paddock. James was in his own paddock. And then um, Guinness and Gigi were out in their paddock together. And that just wasn't working. They're all standing by the corners of their paddock and causing That's ruckus. Right. And we tried to put James. We didn't want James had scratches, which we mentioned in the first episode on episode nine. Mud scratches. Mud scratches. And of course, he was tracking up the mud. Um, and Risa was just fussy. And so then we did half day turnout. So we were turning just James and Risa in paddocks next to each other for half the day. And doing the switch back and forth. And it was just becoming obnoxious. So I did the cast the web to my horse friends. And I said, what would you do? Would you put James out with Guinness and Gigi? Or would you try the girls together and the boys together? General consensus from all my friends was put the boys out together and put the girls out together. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, I was a little worried because Risa really hasn't been out with anyone in a while. Yeah. Um, and Gigi's a baby still. Like, she's going to be three this month. But I didn't want... And she can be kind of dumb. But um, she... I didn't want her to do something stupid. And Risa, you know, based on not even knowing her own power, just like... Knock her. Knock yeah. her to the another world. So yeah. um, we were very careful. We put out Guinness and James. And they did their squealing. And they're yeah. striking out at each other. And we kept the, the girls in, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
And then we started to um, hand graze the girls together in their paddock. Yeah, but the um, so within a day, Guinness and James started to settle down. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about last episode, Guinness is more of the alpha. Yeah. Kind of bossing him around. I kind of feel bad for James, actually. Yeah. I wish we had another friend for him. Yeah. Because <laughs> Guinness is kind of an ass, to be quite frank. Yeah. Um, he doesn't like... He doesn't kick him or do anything like purposely to make contact, but he bosses him around he and herds, herds him. him everywhere. Yeah. And James is clearly like he hides on the other side. Yeah. I mean, he's not terribly afraid of Guinness because sometimes you see them together and yeah. they're fine. But when Guinness gets in a mood, yeah, he decides James shouldn't be in that section of the paddock. He, he moves, moves him around. around. So um, they were fine. And then we grazed the girls in one of yes. our smaller paddock so, over a fence line together. So you held... Risa. Risa, I held Gigi. The one time, uh, Gigi got away from me. Oh, yeah. We went to the front. Run, luckily, we, yeah, luckily, we were in the paddock. Yeah. We had shut the gate. Yeah. And Risa was amazingly calm yeah. during the whole thing. Um, so Gigi broke away from Kevin, and she was running around with her lead rope flailing, and she was doing her lovely theatrics and being all exuberant. And Risa was on the lead rope with me, and she just stood like a statue. Mm-hmm. Even when Gigi got too close to her, she didn't do a thing. So that was good. Um, and then finally we caught her, and we let them nose each other. And they squealed, and they postured, and they struck out at each other. And then Gigi, you saw, fall right into the I'm the baby horse, mm-hmm. and this is my mom. She kind of took that sort of approach with Risa. Yeah. Um, and then after the second day of grazing them together, we were just like, let let will it, let it happen. Let whatever is going to happen happen. Yeah. Um, I did not drug Risa. I did not jug, drug Gigi. I stood guard. We watched over, and they were actually really fine. Yeah. Um, Gigi, like you said, fell in line, and yeah. And it is kind of funny because the first couple days we went out, like they would go out, and Gigi would be like, "Let's play," and Risa was like, "Haven't had my coffee yet. Don't talk to me." And yeah. she was like, "Oh gosh." grumpy in the morning aren't we yeah and then by like like an hour later we'd see them happily together yeah. but they've been fairly fine Risa kicked the fencing I'm not sure why but and she cut herself yeah and then she had a little kick on her and, Re- and Gigi's had a little kick on her but um overall it was the best of both worlds mm-hmm. um and yeah. then Risa has been very chill since she has a friend she yeah. definitely wanted a friend I think yeah she got to that point mm-hmm. and I actually like Gigi better um, with her. I yeah. feel like she's a little bit more in line Yep. Um, than she was when she was with Guinness. So that's kind of a good thing, right? And yeah. then we've gotten to ride. Yeah. And we set up some more jumps in our grass ring. And uh, we took James out for with Guinness for a, a short trail ride. And mm-hmm. uh, he's he's very short, short-footed. Yeah. So he, he uh, wasn't... Uh, holding back so that was nice yeah and we went up there's a spot in our property that's kind of like we we would like to consider it a hidden gem like we may pitch a tent up there and just kind of looks over the creek looks over the creek and it's really kind of quite nice and um we trail rode up there and kind of looked around and it was fun yeah um and he's really quite solid when we hack him down to the mailbox and do all that sort of stuff so that's really good Girls haven't gone back into work yet. We still have, we're in the early spring, so we've got like amazingly warm weather, then cold weather, then rain. So I need, if I'm going to get the girls going, I need a little bit more consistency. The boys can go, you know, four days without being ridden and then be fine to ride anyways. So 
The other thing about um, the horses, do you want to talk about Gigi? Yeah, we well, yeah, we have Gigi, and we also had that incident. I can't remember if it was when James first got here, and we had them in different fields, and uh, Risa uh, ran the fence. the fence. Or yeah, slid through really. And she knocked the gate off. It depends on when are we when are we talking about the the gates? Is that part of the products? Because we yeah. can pick that up later. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Gigi then. Okay. So, um, I think I reported early on. Um, in one of the other episodes that Gigi had quite uh, a lump on the inside part of her thigh. Yeah. Right. And we had it looked at. And she wasn't very good. She ended up kicking the vet. And then... Um, well, kind of accidentally. Well, not accidentally, yeah. but not intentionally. Well, Necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there was like full-blown intent, but the the outcome was awful still. Yeah. Hit her right, right, give her a black eye. Yeah. So then um, I needed to get it ultrasounded to see if it was attached to a major vessel. And we finally had it ultrasounded. Interestingly enough, it's gone down. Um, but it does not look like it's attached to a major vessel. We're supposed to have it removed, but um, oddly enough, it's been like fly season instantaneously here. And I need to talk to the vet before they do that just to make sure that um, with the fly season, it's not going to get infected. Yeah. I mean, I think at the size of it right now, I could wait until the spring. And it may uh, shrink, too. Yeah. So, it might have just been a, a rip in a blood vessel that's yeah. healing up. It's just kind of weird. So, all right. So, those are the ponies. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got front shoes on James. I forgot yeah. about that. Finally. We, we talked about the farrier last time. And yeah. she slowly, each, about once a month, would um, sand down and shape his front hooves so that they were ready for shoes and she put new shoes on them yeah so, so that was awesome and um, he seems to be doing well with them although um he did rip a shoe off the first like within the first day but she came back in and yeah uh, just solidified the wall a little bit yeah the nails in the wall and everything was fine yeah so that's good and on to the puppies the puppies is a long segment long drawn yeah. out sad but good yeah. all at the same time yeah so, um, so Mr. Boo, um, a couple weeks back, over a month ago, he was, uh, he looked like he was really, really on his, um, deathbed. Yeah. This is right before Easter. Yeah. And, um, he was started to really drag his hind legs and I thought, well, maybe the acupuncture is not working anymore. And, and then he had been eating and he had been fine. He had no diarrhea. So I'm going to just point that out because of later part of this conversation um insurance companies yeah and so he is insured and i was really just debating like can he function without his hind legs like can we really like i don't know what quality of life he has because he has a little puppy dementia anyways yeah and kevin and i really chewed on it and he had an acupuncture appointment that wednesday and i had called the vet a couple times because i wasn't sure I mean, really? he, he got to a point that week that he couldn't even walk. Yeah, he, he was dragging himself around. And and then he went off his food that that Wednesday. Yeah, he wasn't and I was like, oh gosh, when they go off their food, I know it's the end yeah. sort of deal. So I brought him to his appointment at 9.30 to euthanize him. Um, 9.30 at night. Yeah, 9.30 at night. Evening appointment. Um, instead of acupuncture, we were going to put him to sleep. And the vet 
was like, oh, yeah, she saw him. She did not like the way he looked. And she thought, well, maybe his kidneys have gone. Mm -hmm. And I thought, yeah. And she's like, well, let me take him back and do an examination. I was like, okay. Some blood work. Well, then she came out and asked if she could do blood work. Oh, that's right, yeah. And I was like, well, yeah. (laughs) Like, that's okay. And um, interestingly enough, his blood work said that he had pancreatitis and that it wasn't his kidneys. Everything else looked fairly good. It was just his pancreas was all inflamed. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, she asked, like, it's not going to be cheap, but can we keep him to treat him for the pancreatitis? And I was like, yeah, sure, he's insured. Even if he wasn't insured, I probably would have still yeah. done it. And so they kept him. And a um, couple overnights, three actually. Um, and over those three, the three days, he actually started to improve. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I had posted um, again to my horse friend community about what was going on, and I had a, um, a really nice person um, who's dealt with pancreatitis on one of her sh- uh, melamois before reached out to me separately and said, hey, I just want to let you know, sometimes when they have pancreatitis, their hind end goes. And yeah. I was like, what? And she's she's like, yeah, it, it's temporary. Like once they recover from the pancreatitis, usually their hind end will cover recover in her experience. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I, when I talked to the vet, they called and checked in. I asked if Dr. Hill would be able to do an additional acupuncture session on them because I thought that it really worked and they um, said that they were going to try to get her to squeeze them in on Saturday and like happy tears. But I got a text fairly late on Friday night Mm -hmm. and he had needles all in him and Dr. Hill had sent me a picture of him. So she had been working on him on her day off, which was really sweet of her. Um, We ended up picking him up on that Saturday and he's done really well. Yeah. So that was, that was Easter weekend. He, came back and he was the dogs were all surprised that what what the heck yeah so yeah so basically they were happy they were happy yeah and um he basically has made pretty much a decent recovery um we ran into a situation where we were afraid to feed him like because he had had signs previously in his urine not on his blood work but in his urine that he might have some kidney yeah. disease um and then we had the pancreatitis and apparently there are two different diets for them mm-hmm. um so we had we had thought maybe the food was making him so anyways we cut back his food and we were well, we went to food. a we went to a strict uh, kind of homemade food diet like just ground turkey and vegetables rice yeah and he likes it he likes it, but he started to lose weight, and I know it's a silly thing, but I was like, is there something I can give him for his weight to the vet? She's like, well, how many times a day do you feed him? We're like two, and she's like, why don't you add a third? And that seemed like, it was like a miracle. He was like, gained weight, he's all more spunky. Yeah. Um, so he's really, he's done quite well, and mm-hmm. I'm quite surprised at how well he did. However, I then go online when I get my bill. Oh, yeah. So this is a whole other story. To process my... It's my second claim. My first claim with Boo, they rejected. He had broken a tooth and they had to do an extract. They told me that wasn't considered an emergency and they denied the claim the first time. This is um, pet plan. And I normally 
I have two pet insurance providers for my dogs, Healthy Paws and Pet Plan. Healthy Paws has been phenomenal to deal with. I had multiple surgeries with Sebastian and not even a bat of the eye. So I submit, I go to submit my insurance claim and it says I don't have a plan with them anymore when Mm -hmm. I go online. And I was like, oh my God, oh figures, right? Something, I forgot to renew it or something. I don't know what's going on. And then I look at my debit and I'm like, but they just debited three weeks, like three days ago for the payment for this month. So I'm all confused. And of course they're not open on the weekends. So I have to wait till Monday. I finally get a really nice rep. She's fine. She's like, absolutely. We've had some computer problems. You have a plan. No worries. Let me update your information. Send you a link so you can update. You can submit the form. Cool. She sends me the link. It won't let me submit the form and it doesn't update my information. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I call back the next day and I get another really nice guy. And I was like, I think I've done something wrong. I don't know if it like submitted it. I don't know what's going on. I was like, I called yesterday. He's like, oh, somehow like the information didn't get saved. So your information did not get uploaded. Wow. So here's another link. I've, I've done that. And okay, he did. And then I went and submitted my claim. And then I waited three weeks, forever. It's crazy. And then I get a, we need more documentation. We need two years of vet records on Boo. Okay, so I send them two years of vet records. And then I get another notification, like what, a week later? Uh Uh-huh. We need two more years of vet records on Boo. It was ridiculous. And I'm like, okay, but of course it's all through an app. They don't give you any real explanation. You can't get a hold of anyone. It's so I like, I find them on Facebook and I send them a Facebook chat. And of course it was Friday when I tried to call and there were some more reps in the office and nobody monitors the Facebook box on the weekends. So Monday morning I get a woman and I was like, Hey, look, I'm kind of confused because this is an emergency. This is what it's for. You guys don't do routine. Why do you need four years of vet records on pretty much a 15-year-old dog? She said, well, the last vet appointment that you brought him for was for pancreatitis, and he had diarrhea. And I said, well, actually, I just brought him back because I thought he was like a little wobbly and... What I should have said is... But he was never diagnosed, <clears throat> diagnosed with pancreatitis. He had never been ever. diagnosed before. He's so had were, upset stomachs yeah, before. They were, He's a little tummy ache. So they were basically trying to find a reason not right. to pay me out. So after going back and forth with her, and I'm not usually this type of person, I said, hey, I know you're the messenger. I don't really want to be... Like, please don't take this personally. But I'm going to send you the four, the two more years of reports. But if you guys deny my claim, I'm going to open up um, a case with the Better Business Bureau. Yeah. And then, what, three days later it was approved? Yeah. So um, I am getting money back from them, but it wasn't a pleasant experience. No, it was not. And I just, I felt like they were trying to find any excuse in the book not to pay the claim. Yeah. Um, where, like I said, I've had exactly the opposite when I worked with Healthy Paws. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, it's good, good to compare, have that background. Yeah. And then, um, unfortunately, my parents' little Jack died. Yeah, Kira. Kira, she was like the matriarch of the pack when <laughs> she would be here. Yeah, she uh, when she came, she would uh, kind of keep everybody in line. Yeah, definitely. So she was an older girl too, though. Yeah, she was what, 14, 15? Yeah, somewhere up around there. Yeah, so she just got 
her health declined yeah. significantly, and my parents did what was best for her. So, uh, yeah. yeah. But they still have uh, Scrappy. Yeah. Scrappy, yeah. Uh, and Comes he seems up. to have settled into the only dog yeah. life, which is, my mom always said he wanted to be an only dog, yeah. and apparently that was true. He didn't like being bossed around anymore. No. Definitely not. And do we want to talk about the fence yard now, or do you want to? Yeah, why like... don't we? I think um, why don't we move on to the other topics, okay. and we'll. I think we're going to need to do a third episode. Just okay. To... Not kill people. Yeah. So okay. we'll uh, hold the fence and the okay. risa. Okay. Um, so then we have peonies, which is our flowers, and we're coming into growing season, which is. Oh, and by the way, the we planted some peonies <laughs> last year, and they came back. So that's there are a lot of plants we planted last year that are thriving right now all the flocks blue moon yeah how about that Our blue moon flocks so however you want to yeah. say it um the namesake of our farm yeah exactly so that's come back beautiful mm-hmm. and um crazy and yeah the peonies the ones that we planted were a different color than the normal ones they were the yellow ones yeah so they so that's kind of cool um <clears throat> but diving into uh we talked about last time we're expanding out the gardens uh expanding out the fencing we're yeah. gonna have to build out some beds and then we went down to the garden area, and you discovered some strange phenomenon. Yeah, a lot of the lettuce we planted last year was doing really well, so we were Had able to put salad. it in salad. <laughs> <laughs> so that was quite the pleasant surprise. Yeah. I thought that lemongrass was like come a back. Perennial. It's it not doing look too like well. It's, no, it looks like it's the good. one we planted before at my old house did came come back. back. Yeah. yeah, so I I don't know what's going on there, but um, and then. Um, do we want to talk about the plant beds now, or do you want to talk yeah, about Yeah, why don't we do that, okay. uh, and then um, we can pick up anything else in the next episode. Okay, so as most of you have heard in my past episodes, we live in a very, um, un- it's not unattractive, but it's not very cute, it's, double wide. It's a double wide. <clears throat> and it's got, um, the siding matches the barns. We've marked. I mean, it all goes that. together. It, it goes does. with the barn and the garage. So it's... Um, but there's nothing cute and quaint or no, sweet or, as you would call, precious. It's not a uh, <laughs> It's not a true farmhouse. It's a double wide. It is. And there's, without spending, I think, a lot of money, there seems to not be a lot we can do structurally to make it pretty right now. Yeah. And we don't want to make any big changes until... We figure out what we want to do. Yeah. When we grow up. Yeah. So I came up with the idea to put two large plant beds. We started with the idea of planters <laughs> under the windows. Yeah. And then just moved to the idea, let's just build yeah. two big beds on each side of the door. Exactly. And so we've built one already. Yeah, it looks good. And we already have plants in it. Mm-hmm. And I sprinkled some wild flower cutting mix in there. A bunch of other flowers. And a bunch of other flowers. And we're going to have some sunflowers. And they've all taken off really well. Yeah. And so now we just have to construct the one on the other side of the steps. We're supposed to do today. We uh, didn't think it was going to rain, but it rained in the morning. So we're going to get to it after this. Yeah. And so we'll have matching um, plant beds. And then we're going to have to look for like a stair or something yeah. to put in the steps area. And I'll, that will help us start to clean up the yard. And I always joke about this because we have so much grass here. Yeah. And in a lot of sections, I'm taking away grass. So like where the... The plant beds are for our garden. We've obviously sectioned off a piece of the grass, and we're gonna make that eventually like crushed bluestone, no, crushed uh, pebbles. Yeah. We're gonna make pebble walkways like in there. P- what was that? Peastone? Peastone, yes, thank yeah. you. And so I'm removing grass there. And then in the front yard, because it was all crushed bluestone, it was like ugly. Yeah. 
We're adding well, grass. Well, I mean, it's practical for the driveway, but not for the yard. Yeah. So um, we've laid down some dirt. We've bought so much dirt and um, some grass seed. So yeah. eventually that will be cleaned up. Right now it's kind of a disaster out front, but it will it will get better. And I bought some black paint to paint the door that's currently white with mud on it. Yeah. Um, black to match the planters and the um, windows. Our windows are all black with um, white molding around them. So, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like what we're doing on the front yard. Um, yeah. So that's um, just beautifying the the front of the house. Trying to. After we took down, there were a lot of trees that prior owners had planted around to kind of hide the house. And we um, we thought that was not looking so great. So we took yeah. those down. Plus, we didn't want limbs falling on the, the roof. So. Yeah. It's getting there. It is getting there. You planted two, uh, you planted the butterfly bushes we bought. So that's, yeah, that's good. Down yeah. by the deck. Yeah. Um, and so, like, we're starting to get there. It's my goal for Kevin and I this summer is to get as much done as we can in the earlier part because I would like us to just spend some time enjoying the farm yeah. and not constantly trying to improve it this summer. All these projects. Yeah, all these little mini projects. Kind of take a pause and, on some of the mini projects if we can get what we've started on done yeah um and so maybe next episode we'll talk about the uh planting the wine grapes oh yeah that sounds perfect yeah i talked about it last episode in terms of buying them yeah definitely and then do you want to um so you did cancel your sunset hill membership yeah so we i think we talked about that um a lot a few episodes ago there's a lot of wineries around here so tried this one sunset hills it was a nice little winery on not too far from us yeah we liked it but then they changed their um like you could go in with as a member and get free tasting of six different wines uh and they were little tastings yeah. they're not like big yeah. glasses by no stretch but then they changed up the membership and changed it down to four and then without any notification and it just was kind of odd so we stopped yeah. that one but we're um, looking at some other wineries around us. Yeah, and we still have Piermont. Yeah. Um, which is a little bit further out for us, so Down that's in, like uh, kind of a trip. Fauquier County. Yeah, it takes us about an hour to get there. But we there. like it. It's good. <clears throat> and they have really, really good wine. Yeah. Um, so like I think for um, Sunset Hill, one of the wines that we liked was really expensive, but that was really our favorite wine there. We yeah. didn't really love the other wines. Yeah. It wasn't? I mean, everybody has their own palate, so. Yeah. What is ours isn't necessarily somebody else's, but um, it just didn't wow us anymore. Yeah, it was loca- location. It was convenient for us because we pass it all the time. Yeah, but for the money. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. Yep. Her alley. So, so that's that. Do you want to talk about the products, or you want to save it for the next episode? We, um, yeah, we'll do the fences next episode. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do just the tiller. That. Yeah, the tiller, and then the. Uh, the spreading the harrow the harrow mm-hmm. and then we can talk about the fences okay sounds good cool so mo- i think maybe maybe the next episode is going to be mostly product related. yeah i think we've gotten through most of the the new the changes with the horse yeah horses puppies yeah, yeah. cool we'll talk all the rest all we'll right break it into a third episode well i thank you everyone for um listening to us we hope you enjoy and as the spring turns into summer we'll have more and more fun things to talk about indeed so. all right 
Thank you all. Have a good day. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.